This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to Road School Moms Radio, where education meets adventure. Your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino of Full-Time Families and Mary Beth Goff, the road trip teacher, will share advice, information, and encouragement to bring your road schooling efforts to new levels. And welcome to Road School Moms. I'm one of your hosts, Kimberly Travaglino, full-time RVing mom to four kiddos and uh, co-founder at Full-Time Families, the resource for your full-time RVing adventures and all the information you need to get yourself and your family on the road and keep yourself on the road uh, when you get out here. Joining me tonight and every Sunday night is my lovely co-host. Hey, it's Mary Beth Goff, your road trip teacher, also a full-time RV and mama to four road schoolers, and the author and creator over at Road Trip Teacher, your resource for educational resources on the road for all full-time traveling families. We also chronicle our travels at Diary of a Road Mom, so we'd love to have you follow us over there. And we are coming to you live from Southwest Florida. Again, of course, we're in the same place, not as lucky as our friends the Travs, who we love to watch, uh, johnning across the western part of the United States. It's great to hear your voice, KT. It's wonderful to talk to you as well, Mary Beth. Yes, well, we are coming to you live from lovely Las Vegas, um, where the weather is like partly cloudy, partly hot, partly uh, partly a lot. So um, <laughs> it's it's been ups and downs here in Vegas. We spent the last week to pull out tomorrow. I'm looking forward to moving on to California. It's been, oh, let's see, 2011. Is that right? 2011. Yeah. It's been six years since I've been to California in my full-time travel. So I'm really looking forward to um, reconnecting with some friends there and uh, seeing some new sites. So it's going to be fun. Really fun. Uh, Tell me about your week. Tell me about your risk week. Oh, gosh. You know, our road school week was another crazy week because we had another spring break visitor, um, but it was our last spring break visitor from our friends and family up north. So um, we relished those last few days of that. We had a couple of beach trips, as you can see, if you looked at the sneak peek of our week. Um, But something that occurred to me when I looked at our week, um, you know, you and I have talked many seasons about the extracurriculars in your road school, like what do you do for art? What do you do for math? And you know, physical education, all that. And it occurred to me when I was looking at these pictures from our last week how much extracurricular things we're doing in our road school right now that I hadn't even considered, um, which includes ice skating. My girls both are in an ice skating program. And uh, we, uh, all four of my kids are taking music lessons, so we're really lucky um, to be taking advantage of being stationary for that. And I just uh, hadn't realized how many extracurriculars we were doing, so I'm kind of patting myself a little bit on the back. If you want to know the truth, thinking, "Wow, I've done more. We done more road school this week than we even realized." So that's what we've been doing. How about you? That's fantastic. Um, oh gosh, are we busy, busy, busy? Let's see. Um, well, you know, um, we what do we do? I don't even remember what we did. And you know, quite frankly, I didn't have a lot of pictures, so it's really hard. We arrived here on Monday, so then. People ask us all the time, do you road school in the car? We do not. We skip it. Uh, I have a lot of road schoolers in my car who tend to have, um, you know, get nauseous, uh, get car sick. So we just don't bother with books and stuff uh, on travel days. 
And so then uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we did our road school um, stuff. And on Friday, we met up with the Brew Crew. They are a family that travels uh, mostly 2012, probably 2013. And I was looking forward to reconnecting with them in California. But I found out from my Facebook group, from my Facebook feed, that they were in Las Vegas. So we were able to just pick up and go to the convention center downtown there and uh, meet up with that family whose daughter, 15-year-old Gabby, was in a junior Olympics qualifying match for volleyball. It was super exciting. We learned tons of stuff about volleyball. Um, And it was great to spend time and uh, cheer them on. That was a a good time. And and you know what? I was just pinching myself the whole time because that's why I love my full-time travel lifestyle. I get to go and uh, pick up and see things and do things that I wouldn't normally do if I was uh, not full-time on the road. Uh, And then we worked hard at Full-Time Families. We've announced um, not one, not two, but uh, three opportunities for um, getting involved in uh, upcoming events. Specifically, um, there's an ongoing uh, uh, registration for the Full-Time Families Road School Moms uh, Cruise, Cruise Chicks Cruise, that's a moms-only Christian cruise retreat in November. I'm going, Sarah's going, I'm hoping to talk you into it, Mary Beth. Marty Lenny's <laughs> going, Becca Galloway's going. Um, I, I know I'm missing a lot of moms. There's a lot of moms going. If you want more information about that, you can go right to fulltimefamilies.com slash upcoming events, and then you'll see that there. And then what you'll also see is a Solar Fest hangout. Um, in Bend, Oregon in August. You know, everybody's getting very excited for the solar eclipse. Where are you going to be for the solar eclipse? Do you know? You know, I'm really not for sure. So interestingly enough, I love it when you and I don't talk, but then our minds go the same direction because uh, we actually started working on um, a virtual solar road school guide uh, this, well, not this week, but last week. We did a little bit of um, research on that. My kiddos are using that um, experience astronomy. I think we talked about that at the beginning of the year. And so we were going back and just using things out of that and trying to figure out more about the solar eclipse because my kiddos were asking about it. We were talking about where we were going to be. And um, when we couldn't really find what we were looking at, looking for in their curriculum for this year, of course, because there wasn't the big solar eclipse in their curriculum this year, and that curriculum is very specific to the time of year. That is what makes it so special. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, then send me a message at info at roadtripteacher.com. I'd love to tell you more about that experience astronomy curriculum that we're using because my kiddos absolutely love it. But anyway, back to the solar eclipse. Um, We started looking, uh, we started doing a little bit of research on that because we're trying to figure out where we want to be for the solar eclipse um, and decided that uh, while we don't know where we're going to be, we're going to start kind of doing some research and seeing what some of the other road schoolers in different parts of the country will be seeing no matter where in the world we are. So I think that's really exciting that you're going to be on the West Coast because we know that there's no way that we'll be able to make it clear out there. So I'm thinking that maybe... Uh, as part of our road school moms group uh, that we might want to try to figure out somewhere on the west or on the east coast so we could be on the opposite coast and kind of share our experiences of what we're looking at. Yeah, I would love that. And, you know, I'm encouraging anyone who's got a solar fest plan 
to host a hangout. So we're hosting a hangout yeah. for 15 families up in Bend, Oregon, but obviously there's opportunities straight across the country to host a hangout and have people experience the solar eclipse together. And uh, full-time families will help you um, coming up with a plan of activities and a budget and um, get you able to connect with other families who are in the area so y'all can experience the solar eclipse together. That's super cool. The other thing we're going to be experiencing together is Balloon Fiesta, Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta 2017, October um, 4th through the 11th. I'm super stoked about it. We've got a big plan. Uh, we're coming in some pre-Fiesta days, early days, so that uh, we could get situated. Uh, then we're staying through one Fiesta weekend. Uh, specifically, we're going to see a night launch and some ascensions and have our own dance party. So Balloon Fiesta Hangout um, coming to you soon. So all of those things are up on the website at uh, fulltimefamilies.com. And currently, because we just announced them today, you know, um, charter members have first crack at those events and uh, then lifetime members. And then uh, followed by um, the uh, – it's open to the general public and annual members. So uh, look for those registrations to be fully open on the 16th, but right now they're in limited availabilities to charter and lifetime full-time families members. So uh, that's super what's going exciting. on with us. I'm super stoked about uh, all those things. I can't wait to be uh, a part of uh, Balloon Fiesta. That's been on my radar for seven years. There. Have you ever gone? No, but you know it's been on our radar as well, and we um I had all kinds of hopes to go there two years ago and didn't, so I'm super excited about your hangout, and we'll see if that makes our plans, because I would love, love, love to join you there. I know I always enjoy that time of year watching everyone else's photos that are there, and it's, it's, a, I know it's a super exciting event, and there's so much history in the area, and I'd love, love, love to go there, so we'll see. We'll see. You know what else is exciting? I know that we're going to talk a little, we'll talk a little bit more about this at the end of our show, but you know, um, you and I are going to kick off our 10th season here in just a few weeks. Can you believe that? I can't believe it. What are we I know, doing? So, tell me all I know, about well, it. I'm going to tell you all about it. First of all, you know, normally we host a 12-week season, but because we have so much information that we want to share with our Road School Moms community, we are going to, we are expanding our um, season to 15 shows. There's going to be three a three-show series that we talked about a few weeks ago about RV and your kiddos. We'll do one week on fire, one week on water, and one week on security and personal safety. And then we are going to launch into 12 more shows that is going to walk us all through how to plan a successful road school year. And guess where we're going to kick that off at? Well, let me I tell you. I don't know where. <laughs> the FPEA, uh, the Florida Parent Educators Association Convention, Homeschool Convention in Orlando, which if you are listeners have been around for a while, they'll remember that you and I and Sarah James got to hang out there last year at the convention. We met all kinds of fun other road school moms and other homeschool moms and we broadcast live from there so i'm going to make the trip to orlando and do that that is may the 25th through the 27th i believe of the date and what's super duper exciting is that on that friday uh, road school moms is going to not only broadcast live from there but we're also going to do a virtual tour of at least what we hope to be eight to ten curriculum um, resources that are going to talk with us uh, live about um, 
their curriculum and, and what it is they do within our in our homeschool community. And I can tell you that I'm super excited because, and I keep saying super excited because I'm so super excited. Um, Not Grass History is on board with us, KT. I haven't had a chance to tell you, but you know, if you'll recall, that's the curriculum two of my kiddos are going are doing this year called. Um, oh my gosh, I just lost it. America the Beautiful. And so Notgrass History is going to join us during that live broadcast, and we're going to talk to them all about their history curriculum, and I'll let you guys see that up close and personal. We're going to have a video feed, and we'll have an audio feed on our broadcast, and um, so you'll want to stay tuned over the next few weeks so that we can talk more about that. But just know that our schedule is very full until the end of July with all kinds of road school resources and how to plan your homeschool year for next year. Oh, my gosh, that's super exciting, and I'm so sad to be missing SPEA this year. That was such a blast last year, being able to host that alongside you and Sarah James. That was uh, so fun, really a highlight of my summer. It really kicked off my summer, honestly. Um, yeah, me too. To me too. That. that was so fun. So fun. Well, I'm going to miss that. Well, you know, right now we're in the series called How to Make Money on the Road, or maybe that's not what it's called, uh, Make Money As. Um, and so we've been going through all these episodes talking about different ways that people really do make money on the road because that is really the million-dollar question, pardon the pun. When people <laughs> decide that they want to go full-time RVing, they always ask, but wait, how am I going to support myself and my family? And so we've explored for the last five weeks all different ways to make that a reality. And because Meredith and I are really on the road and because we, too, really make money on the road, I really feel like – these particular podcasts are of um, greater value because, you know, we've been able to flush out what doesn't make money on the road. Like, don't waste time on that. Don't waste time on that. Here are some real things to make money on the road. So if you have missed it, if you're just catching us now, this is the first time you're listening, welcome. We're really excited you're here, and we'll have some special offers for you at the end of the broadcast, so make sure you listen all the way through. Um, but if you are just tuning in, then you have missed an episode of Making Money as a Blogger. Yes, people really do that. Uh, chef Skills to Make Money on the Road. If you love to cook and maybe you're going to be frustrated with your little RV galley, this is the perfect fit for you. Health Coach Benefits to Make Money on the Road. I love this one because not only can you get skinny, but you can uh, get, I was going to say wealthy. Yes, that's what they talked about, getting wealthy, but you can definitely <laughs> make money. Um, last week, we had to reschedule a Make Money as an RV roof installer, so look for that one coming soon. And this week, we're talking to Brianna Royal as Make Money as a Virtual Business Owner. So it's kind of like a catch-all show this week um, that we're going to be talking about. I'm really excited um, to talk to Brianna Again, because you'll recall, Mary Beth, this is not the first time we've had Brianna on the show. I know. We'll put make sure we uh, put a link in our show notes for this show for that last show that we talked to her about. But I am really excited to talk to her about what's new in her world um, for starting a virtual business. Yeah. So welcome back to Road School Moms, Brianna. Some of our listeners, as we just said, may remember you on a show that we featured uh, you on on how to fuel your RV adventure by being a virtual assistant, and now you're back with more great info, helping families establish a location-independent income source. Welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be back and uh, look forward to sharing some more. I know I remember last time being on the call, there was some mix-ups that kind of got called in right as we were pulling into a campsite and a little chaotic and crazy. <laughs> I'm excited this time to be um, parked in a uh, my car sitting here outside the RV told the kids leave me alone, <laughs> and I'm good to go and ready to focus this time. So excited to be here and to share everything that I can about having a virtual business. 
That's so funny. And I'm so glad you brought that up because this is, like, we are real moms. We really do live in RVs. <laughs> and this is a radio <laughs> show that we host. And uh, this is like as real and authentic as it gets. In fact, right now, um, my puppy is down there actually chewing up the script. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm glad I have a second copy. But please go ahead and take a minute to reintroduce yourself to our Red School Moms and tell us how you fit into our RV community. Yes, for sure. So um, my family and I hit the road now. May of this year will be um, three years ago, which is crazy. I have no idea where that time went. But we have been traveling full-time for three years now, and my family is my husband and I, and we have four kids, and the kids are nine, seven, seven, and almost five. And we also have two dogs that travel with us. And um, just recently, we actually downsized from a 39-foot motorhome into a 23-foot Class C Winnebago view. So, um, yeah, it's been an, an interesting time from when we talked last time until now, but that's our story. That's who we are, and we travel full-time. Um, it's completely funded by the virtual business that um, we started, and both my husband and I are now working with. That's awesome, Brianna. Well, welcome back. And tell me, since we last spoke, um, tell me what else is new with you and and really maybe what you have found over the last several months since we've talked last that works for making money on the road. Okay, Awesome. Um, yeah, so we kind of dabbled in a few things since last time we started. Um, my virtual assistant business, which I started when um, we were going to be getting on the road and knew I wanted to do something to make some extra money, kind of hit a point where we decided that we did not want my husband to be working a normal 9-to-5 job anymore, but instead wanted him to be able to have the same freedom to work whenever he wanted, wherever he wanted to. So through that process, we decided to take my virtual business and just really expand it to a level that would be able to support us 100%. So six months, you know, working hard at that while he was still working his full-time job, but we did make that a reality. And then he actually went back to his boss at work, and they came back and said, well, you go down to part-time and work virtually and you remotely. We said, oh, sure, no problem. So he did that for a while. So as of this past summer, so um, – Jeez, that seems like so far ago now. <laughs> it was last June. June 30th was his last day of officially, like, being a salaried employee. So since then, we have been now full-time entrepreneurs. So um, I guess we're coming up to almost a year of that, which um, is just crazy. Again, how fast time goes by. But, yeah, so for that year, we have been doing our virtual business as what we do to fund our travels. We also dabbled in creating T-shirts to try to sell those. We also joined some Trek sales a little bit here and there. And um, we also have our travel blog, Crazy Family Adventure, that we have been working to monetize as well. And we've definitely been um, focusing on that, that too. So our focus right now is our virtual business and then also our travel blog are the two things that we're really focusing on to um, make money so that we can stay on the road and continue to travel. And what I'll say that um, what I found that really works for making money on the road and and to truly be able to set your own hours and to choose when you work is like a service-based business. And I call it a service-based business since we are servicing clients. And the majority of our clients are small businesses that we are helping them with their social media. We're helping them with their um, blogging, with their newsletters. My husband does website design. So really serving our, our small business clients by helping them with all of their online um, side of their business. 
which the great thing about an online business is that we can work at any time we want to to get the work done, and we can schedule things out. So our clients may think that, you know, we're out there posting on their social media accounts at various times throughout the day, but with all of the great scheduling tools out there, you don't have to. You can pre-schedule everything. So we found that doing a service business allows us to be able to really work when we want to and find the right tools that then support that so that we can then schedule things out and continue to serve our clients all week. Oh, I love that. And that's exactly the kind of information that we're hoping to give um, families that are looking to travel or families that are currently traveling but are not uh, funding themselves yet in, in a way that um, is allowing them to travel the, the way they had hoped. And that's exactly what we need. You know, if you go online, you'll find all sorts of um, razzmatazz, for lack of a better word, that's not actionable. But what you just shared with us is highly actionable. So thanks so much. Can you tell us, you've been on the road for three years, uh, you've dabbled in a bunch of things. Have you found things that don't work? Um, to say that things don't work, I think really comes down to the type of person you are and the type of business you want to run. So what we found is like with the t-shirts, like having to have a physical product and having to do the marketing, having to do all of that. We love wearing the t-shirts, but like that part of it just didn't quite fit with us as people as much. And then when we started dabbling again in the drug sales, like I'd been in drug sales my past life before we hit the road, so I kind of knew what that looked like. And that whole having to be, um, you know, constantly reaching out to new people and building those relationships and being available to help, you know, hold them through that process and to do all of that, we knew that wasn't really something we wanted to do either. So a big focus that I would recommend for people is not necessarily that what works or what doesn't, because I, I do truly believe that anything can work but more what is it that you want to do? What type of work do you want to do day in and day out? What do you want to get up in the morning and, and have to do in a sense to make money? Don't get yourself in a situation that you're doing something. Like if you're not into sales, then don't take on a sales job. You know, that's not going to work for you. So just really finding something that you enjoy and love doing, and if you find something that you do enjoy and love doing, it's going to work for you. That is such great advice, and I think that um, one thing that Katie and I have found too, um, Brianna, which I'm sure you'll agree, is that you know there are things that can work that may not work because the timing's not right. And so I always think that's such great advice, you know, that that um, really anything can work. So if the timing's right and all the ingredients are there and the season's right, then you know anything can work. I love that. So I see that you have a new course called How to Start a Virtual Business. Can you give us an overview on that and um, tell us how long the course is and how we can access it? Yes, for sure. So what I did is as we were doing our travel blog, um, the question that we would get asked all the time is, how do you afford to travel full time? I mean, I can't tell you how many times you would get asked that question. And when I just could tell people, like, oh, I started a virtual business, and I, I tried to share as much as I possibly could with them, you know, through email or Facebook message or, you know, whatever it was. But the reality was was there was going to be no way that I could, in a conversation over and over again, share exactly what you needed to do in order to start a virtual business. So what I decided was to put together this course, and um, the course is titled How to Start a Virtual Business So You Can Travel Full-Time. And it is literally exactly what we did to start our business. So it is step-by-step step what process we went through to get our business started and off the ground and to have it continue to grow now that the business has been going for well over two years. 
So it's to just teach people that process. So within the course, we'll talk about things like how to choose your business, how to get your business started, how to find clients, because finding that first client is always the one of the things that seems the most difficult to do, and then also the business tools that you'll need, how to keep it simplified, because let's face it, if we want to travel full-time, we don't really want to be working full-time, right? <laughs> so we want to keep our business simplified so that we can work as much as we need to, but then also continue to enjoy traveling and exploring and just spending time with our family. And then the last thing is networking, um, different ways to figure out how to network in an online environment um, since you're not in an office in a workplace, but you're in this online world that can be very lonely, like you're on your own. So it's about how to network so that it is not like that. So that is the overview of what the course is about. And then within the course, it is, it is yours to do at your own pace. So once you purchase the course, you could go out and you could do the whole thing from start to finish in a day. Um, my husband actually did that. <laughs> and he walked through the course to proofread it and, you know, do all that. He went through it all in one day. So it is totally possible to do that. It did take him, I think, like eight hours to do it, maybe even more than that. And I know he didn't do every aspect of it. Um, but just to give people an idea, like this is something you could do if you could hit the ground running and have your business you know, process started and going, you know, in a matter of a few days or by the end of the week. So it's all of the content is there for you. It's in six modules with over 30 lessons. There's multiple worksheets in there. There's bonus material like top 10 text mistakes you saw business owners make. It's actually from a fellow full-time family member, Leah Johnson, who is a CPA, so she shares some great insight in the course there. Five keys to successfully brand your business from a graphic designer, another full-timer, um, Megan Jervis, my sister. Um, how to start a website that my husband talked about, why masterminds are a good idea, and then top tips from current entrepreneurs who are traveling full-time, and Kimberly makes an appearance in that as well. So lots of great content. Plus, my favorite thing about this course is the private Facebook group where people can come on and can continue to get support throughout the whole course. And from people that are already involved in the course, I can't say how useful that's been for me to be able to stay in touch, answer questions, help guide them through the course. I'm really, really excited about the Facebook group process and um, I'm that I have it out there and how well it's been working. Very cool. Yeah, that's very powerful. We have a private Facebook group for um, readers of How to Hit the Road, and those are obviously families that are in the launch phases, and it is just so powerful when you connect people who are in the same phase or slightly um, newer or slightly more long-term in the process. It's just a great way to encourage and reinforce those things over and over again. So that's awesome. I love that you offer all those things. Um, in this course, you talk about how to choose your business, and we talked a little about this in the intro, but uh, again, are all businesses equal on the road? And um, you said that you can really do anything on the road, and I'm a proponent of that, but let's reiterate what's easier to do on the road. Okay, perfect. I mean, so choosing the business, I know for people can be what I call a business blocker because you think this is like, it's over from, I have to take this perfect business. So what I recommend to people is um, through the courses, there's a questionnaire that you go through. There's about three or four worksheets you walk through that really help you narrow down what to do to choose for your business. And, and again, I really want to drive home the point that choosing your business here is not necessarily about choosing just a business, just to choose a business and make money. It's about really figuring out what it is that you love to do. So like in the questionnaire, it asks, what's something you enjoy? 
do you enjoy being on social media? Do you enjoy talking to, you know, people throughout the day? Like, would you hate to be sitting in front of a computer all day? Would you rather be, you know, communicating with people? Like, think about those things you really enjoy and then taking those and turning those into a business opportunity. Um, I've definitely learned over the years that especially small businesses are looking for help in every aspect of their business. So don't think like, oh, well, yeah, I really love playing with, like, Excel or, like, Microsoft Word and, like, putting together graphics, but who's going to want me to help them with it? Like, don't ever think, like, there isn't someone that wants what you enjoy doing or what you're able to do because there always is going to be some type of small business out there that's looking for that type of help and support. Um, so when we talk about getting on the road, yes, I think there are definitely businesses that work when you're traveling, you know, better than others. And, again, that's just thinking this course is about a service-based business. It's about coming up with a business that you're going to be able to do help a small business or have clients that you're helping with. This is not about building a blog or, you know, anything like that. It's about building a service or solution business that's going to help you figure out how you can help your future clients, your small businesses that you'll be working with. So, obviously, from the road, you want to make sure that all of that stuff is virtual. So just make sure when you're thinking about what your business would be that it would be a business that is going that you would be able to do from literally anywhere in the world as long as you have a computer as long as that's the case that's the type of business that we're looking to um, you know help you get in place to do this process. That's some more really great advice. Now another segment of this course we're talking about um, is about business tools. Since weight and space are clearly an issue for all of us, how can you be sure that you're picking a business that you can fit into your RV? So with the business, again, the focus being on a virtual business, the business tools I refer to are pretty much all online tools. So what I, I spoke at a conference a few months ago, and someone asked me, what does your office look like? I'm like, it's my computer. Then, Do you have, like, a table you set up? I'm like, no. <laughs> I may be sitting, like, in my launcher out, you know, side of my RV with just a computer on my lap, and that's it. So I can basically run my business with just a computer. That's all that I need. So, again, when we talk about a virtual business, that's exactly what it is. The only tool you should really need is your computer as a physical thing, and then sure, like I have a calendar and notebooks and pen, you know, things like that to write notes and my cell phone and, you know, that, that type of thing. But the basic concept is that all you really need is your computer, and then the tools I talk about in the course are what online tools do I recommend that you can use to then help serve your clients. Oh, that's perfect. Um Someone just dropped something really big downstairs, so give me one second. Just there's a big gong, but that's okay. Um, okay. No one's screaming, so, right? <laughs> no one's screaming, exactly. Dad's still, uh, Dad's still got it down there, so good. Okay. As a virtual business owner, Brianna, what do you, would you say is the most challenging aspect of having a business on the road? The most challenging aspect of having a business on the road, I guess there are a couple things. One is that it is so, and I'm sure you guys can relate, it's so darn hard when you go to a new place and you just want to go out and explore, but instead you got to work. <laughs> so it's that idea that it's still a business. You still do have a job. No, I don't have a nine-to-five where someone's telling me I have to be up at a certain time or I have to, you know, I can only work, you know, from these hours. Like, yes, I have flexibility in my day, but it's also – making sure that I am disciplined and structured with myself to make sure that I am working the amount of time I do need to work 
to serve my clients and to do everything that I need to do. So that part is definitely hard. Um, along with that is the idea that my office is my house, it is my, you know, my our travel vehicle, you know, all of that in one that, like, it feels like I'm always at work sometimes because my computer is always right there unless we get out and we, you know, we go or we go through a national park where there's a cell phone or, you know, something like that. So it is definitely a challenge with a virtual business, especially when you're traveling down the road, to just know that you're still going to probably want to have some type of structure to your day in order to build your business and to really service your clients. And when I was first building my business, um, which was not a smart thing, we ended up at Yellowstone National Park sitting by Fishing Bridge there for, you know, a month. And Internet worked there from about midnight till 5 a.m., so, yeah, I worked from midnight till 5 a.m. So things like Internet connections, you know, thinking about where you're going to be and making sure your Internet is going to work. Um, you know, Starbucks, you know, are awesome. We can tell you how many times my husband and I take turns, you know, going to Starbucks to work for the day. So, yeah, so just that part of the virtual business of just, you know, having the connectivity you need at a campground or somewhere you want to work and then also um, just having the time for it. But then the second thing is what I found to be a struggle, which um, I don't know if other moms can maybe relate to this, is that I love what I do, but I also want to spend time with my family, and I want to do that. So finding that ugly word of balance, which is non-existent, between focusing on my business and continuing to focus on just being a mom to my kids, being a great wife to my husband, and also living that part of my life. So is that virtual business specific? No, but I just do feel like that still there when you have a virtual business and you're traveling. Those are all such great points. I totally agree. Now, tell our listeners some of the most rewarding aspects of having your own business on the road. Yeah, the most rewarding aspect is, one, the fact that I was able to build this thing. Like, I still have to say to my husband, like, you think everything's okay? Like, are we (laughs) – how are we doing this? Like, still that idea of just feeling like we did not start off on the road to become entrepreneurs. We were not entrepreneurs before we hit the road. So just the fact that we're able to start this business, and even if it wasn't funding our travels 100%, even if we just started a virtual business for some extra money, just that, that sense of accomplishment that I feel as a mom, as a woman, that I was able to, to accomplish this, to create this business and to do this, I think is just such an amazing thing. So I feel like there's that aspect of it. And then I also just feel like it's just, it, it just, it's just for my kids that I was able to do this, that I was able to start this business is just awesome. And then the other aspect of it too is that I can work whenever I want. So if I want to work from midnight till 5 a.m., guess what? I can. And sometimes I do. I, I'm a night owl. I prefer to do that. Or if I want to get up first thing in the morning and work, we can go out and explore in the afternoon. I can do that. And that flexibility is truly what makes a virtual business work while you're traveling full-time. Oh, I love that. Well, I'm sure all of our listeners are ready to have their own virtual businesses or if they currently have their own virtual businesses, to give them a tune-up. So I'm really excited about your course. And you have brought with you a very special discount for our listeners so um, we're going to put the link in the show notes how they can get to your course. Uh, we have a tiny URL set up, so it's super easy, tinyurl.com slash RSMVB, Road School Moms Virtual Business, RSMVB. And if you use promo code FTF, you're going to get $50 off this course. Thank you so much, Brianna, for bringing your course. Yeah. And bringing no, all your expertise. 
Yeah, no, I'm super excited to share it. And, yeah, make sure that promo code is F as in Frank, T as in Tom, F as in Frank, all caps. Make sure you do use it. So I want to make sure that you do get that $50 off. And was excited to, to offer that since, like, this is the perfect audience. This is the reason why we did the course, is to help road school moms, is to help people that want to get out and travel, to help them learn how you can do that. And this course, hands down, will teach you to do that. It is, it is what we did. I know it works. I'm living it. And super excited to have you join our Facebook group as well so that I can help you through the process. So thank you, Kimberly and Mary Beth, for letting me share it. And hopefully it will inspire some other people and help them get out on the road. Well, thanks again for coming, Brianna, and we will uh, see you again. We'll probably have you maybe back in a year, and we can uh, maybe talk to some of your virtual business graduates uh, and encourage some other moms uh, a year from now. Amazing. So let's make a date. That sounds amazing. I love that idea. Thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Good night, Brianna. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. You know, I, I, is it every show? Is it every show that we're like, <laughs> oh, gosh, that was good. That was really good. And I, Like, I'm sitting here listening, and I'm like, I think I need to take this course. We <laughs> <laughs> did yeah. you feel it, too? Well, yeah, like for the last month, I was like, ooh, yes, I need to really concentrate on my blogger. Oh, except for the no, 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 no. I think it'd be more fun to go sell kitchen grass. Or maybe. <laughs> I mean, really? Now I'm like, oh, yes, this course is great. I should take that. We should do that right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So funny. So no, funny, Mary Beth. Maybe no, you and I are just really super susceptible. <laughs> I think we're just crazy. I think I think our listeners already know that, and I think both of us know it, too. <laughs> yeah. I think so, too. I think that's uh, verifiable. Very cool. Well, uh, I'm really excited about that. So, uh, listeners, tune in for the um, when we get to reschedule the How to Make Money as an RV Roof Installer because, really, I'm I'm super excited about that. Brianna said that um, service industries and solution companies work best, and, yes, that is true. But we have a lot of dads on the road who have construction experience and feel like they need to be stationary somewhere in order to capitalize on their construction experience. And I just think that this RV roof installation uh, opportunity is the perfect fit for those dads. So um, look for the replay um, or the rescheduling of that show coming soon and all the great shows that Mary Beth talked about coming up in our next season. Uh, I want to tell you about something I've been doing every day. You know, we've talked about content, uh, especially the blogger one. We talked about creating uh, our blog and getting that updated every day, and I shared how I do that, and everybody shared how she does that. But one thing I started doing was giving YouTube viewers um, a sneak peek into our daily life, one-minute snapshot of what we're doing uh, in our lives. And so we are calling it 365 minutes of a full-time traveling family. We've done 14 minutes so far. That's two weeks, uh, if you're paying attention. Um, and, uh, it's been awesome. You know what it does, Mary Beth? You know, I really don't even care if anybody watches, although I think that it's valuable to watch for the minute because we answer a lot of questions that we hear over and over again. Will you be alone on the road? How do you do church on the road? What does your road school look like? How do you actually work from your RV. We answer all those questions in one minute or less because I'm actually doing it. But more importantly, it really keeps me present. Like I think about how my day, what my day is, and what one minute of my day is worth sharing with people. And it really keeps me present. I love it. it it's, um, it's a gift to myself, honestly. So this morning we went to church, Tonya and I, and I filmed our one minute there. 
And uh, it's easy, quick and easy. I just film it on my phone and upload it to the YouTube channel, Full-Time Families, uh, youtube.com. And uh, it's been really fun. I love it. I love that. I've gotten to see a couple of those, and I'm really enjoying them. And I think you're right. I think that, um, you know, it's easy to lose your focus when we do everything that we do in the small space that we do everything. You know, it's um, it's easy to worry about your household and your work and homeschool and Everything else we do, you know, however you handle your daily devotions, um, you know, if it's a Sunday, that's probably pretty easy because you probably go to church of some sort, even if it's in a church in your own home. But, you know, the other days as well, just trying to keep the focus and, and be intentional. So I love that you're doing that, and we are anxiously following along. Hey, thanks so much. Okay, so uh, what's your week coming up looking like? Our upcoming week, you know, it's funny because we are contemplating a road trip back to Indiana because our travels have gotten kind of extended here. Um, I was planning on being gone before the end of May from Florida, but because we're going to stay to uh, broadcast that very important um, FPEA, Road School Moms show, we've decided to hang out here until the middle of June. So we're contemplating taking a road trip back to Indiana for the Easter weekend. I'm not sure if we're going to really do that or not, but that's kind of what's on our possibilities um, for our calendar this week. Otherwise, we're really, to be honest with you, we've kind of had two slack weeks, um, even though I uh, bragged a little bit at the beginning of the broadcast of how good I felt about the extracurriculars that we're doing. um, I have to admit that there's some things that we haven't paid so much attention to that we need to get back and focus on and kind of do a little bit of catch up. So no matter where we are in the world this week, we're definitely going to be getting back on track of road school. Don't, do you find that I feel like that we work in three week cycles. I feel like we do one really hard week and then we have a kind of medium week and then we always have a light week. And then that makes us go back and have another, Oh my gosh, we get back to it. You know, I feel like that we work in three week cycles at our house. Yeah, you know, I, I, you're probably right. You know, I think of life in terms of the macro terms, what my kids eat, I think, in, like, the big picture as opposed to every single meal or what my kids study, I think, about the big picture as opposed to every sing, single lesson. Um, but, you know, we just uh, just pray real hard for consistency and um, patience and perseverance. And just do what matters most when it matters most is what I I hope we're accomplishing. Yeah. You know, something I want to mention since you're talking about things like that. um, Next week, you know, is Easter Sunday. You and I are going to um, record a short um, Easter special for next Sunday night. But during that show, we're going to talk just a few minutes about the new movie um, that just came out on the 7th, uh, the Smurfs movie, The Lost Village. And while you might not think that that's um, a faith-based movie, you'll, I, I was really excited to learn that um, that it is. And there are some great character traits that you can learn. And um, it's really a teachable movie for your kids. It's definitely a movie that you can use to teach in your homeschool. There is um, several things that are in that, um, oh, themes, I guess, if you will, that the movie you know, can kind of help you teach your kids about the source of their identity and maybe a servant's heart. Um, there's there's portions of that movie that talked about courageous acts um, and that your past doesn't define you and also about being loved. There's several different themes during that movie. Um, and Affirm Films, which is a Sony-based company, as I understand it, even has a faith-based discussion guide about the Smurfs movie that you can use in your homeschool. So, who knew that you could use the Smurf to, Smurfs to help you teach in your homeschool? But 
I was kind of excited to learn about that. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that next Sunday night. Just a note. And in tonight's show notes, yeah, in tonight's show notes, I'll put that link for that um, discussion guide. Kind of cool. I love that. That's. I'm so glad you shared that because my kiddos have been wanting to go see that, and I'm thinking, oh, I don't know, you know, in day and age with, you know, all the media having its own slant, and, you know, Disney doing with Beauty and the Beast what it's chosen to do, and all, you know, all that indoctrination stuff. Um, I'm really excited. I'm really excited yeah. to see the Smurfs are. Uh, <laughs> the Smurfs have different. teachable teachable uh, moments during their movie. Who knew? And you know, um, well. While we're talking about teachable things, let me talk to you just a real quick moment about our 10th season. Just so our listeners know, um, we talked about how there's going to be 12 shows about planning your homeschool. And so let me just share with you quickly that we'll actually spend one whole entire show about um, homeschool planning and the organization and how you and I both do that. We'll spend another whole show about choosing the right curriculum. Um, obviously, we'll be at the FPA for one show. We talked about that. But we'll also be talking on other shows about record keeping, morning time routines, uh, independent learning, and the guides to that. We're also going to be talking about certain subjects um, on different shows, history for one, math for another. We'll also cover one on growing successful readers. We'll do one on science. We're going to do one on extracurriculars. And then we're going to have a whole road school year wrap-up at the end that we'll talk about transcripts and how to get the most out of your local, state, or regional, um, maybe parent educators association. That may not be something that you've um, thought about since you're on the road, but it's something that I think can be very valuable depending on where your residency is. So you'll want to mark your calendars for that. And over the next couple of weeks, if you are um, a subscriber to Full-Time Families or Road Trip Teacher, then you'll get a schedule of those shows so that you can keep up with us. And if you don't get to listen to us live during those shows, or any shows for that matter, you know that you can listen to us on a replay over at iTunes. And if you are listening to us on a replay from iTunes tonight or today at this time, please send us, um, please give us a review. Um, Forward us in the iTunes community and helps us to encourage other road school moms and gets us where we need to be in the ratings. So give us that review. And then when you're done, send me a email at info at roadtripteacher.com, and I'll be glad to send you the digital product of your choice from my learning shop. I love that. I love that. And there's that special offer that we promised early in the broadcast for new and old listeners alike. So uh, just keep in mind when you do take a moment to give us a review, what you're really doing is helping us reach other road school moms. And I just want you to take a minute, road school moms, and think back when you have felt alone, when you have felt frustrated, when you have felt disconnected, when you have asked yourself a million times, is this working? Am I really screwing up my children? What am I doing here? Um, That's what this radio show is for, to tell you, yes, we're all screwing them up. No. That's not what it's for. (laughs) Maybe a little. But, no, it's, it's to connect us. It's to give us a voice. For us to say it's okay, we're in this together. We're all gonna make it. Our kids are gonna be fine. So, um, so when you write a review for Road School Moms, that's what you're doing. You're connecting another mom to this show and uh, sharing the show because honestly, that's how iTunes moves the show up in the rankings. It's uh, by um, the reviews, and the more reviews the show has, the higher in the rankings they show up, and the more people are aware that the show exists. The other way you can help us let people know what the show exists is just uh, copying and pasting roadschoolmoms.com to your Facebook feed. That'd be a big help. Sharing information about us on your Instagram, sharing information on the Twitter, 
however you want to share the information. Uh, the next time you write a blog post on your blog, tell them that you tuned in, and you can even share the episode. You can go and grab the URL for the episode that you were tuned into and share it. Just help us spread the word so that we can connect those moms who are feeling, you know, a little desperate, a little bit end, at the end of their rope. It's spring. We've gotten, you know, through the bulk of our road school as it is, and sometimes we're starting to get frayed right about now. Uh, so give us uh, give us a hand in um, sharing the show with others, and uh, I'm sure Road School Mom down the road will thank you for it. I love that. Thank you for sharing all that wealth of information. I think it's important. I know sometimes people think, oh, I do Facebook, I don't do Pinterest, or I don't do Instagram, but I think um, for our community it's really important that you're a part of all that. You know, our Road School Moms group, it's private. We've talked about this. for um, we, we make that private for a reason. If you join our Road School Moms group uh, on Facebook, then you know that whatever you say within that community, within our Facebook group, you know, is private. So if you're having a bad day or you're having a really good day or whatever kind of day you're having, you know, you can share it with us without fear of everybody in the world reading it because all of us are, you know, all of us Road School Moms are within the group and we have the same kind of challenges and um, encouragements that we need each day and so we feel like that that is something that we can share with each other um but again like uh, kt talked about instagram i you know i'm really not an instagram person except for that i love to watch your instagram and so you know that's kind of made me uh push me a little bit to keep up with my own just so that i can watch so many others so check out our other social media platforms even if it's something that you don't look at maybe often or something that you normally do because we don't want you to miss any part of our road school mom's encouragement Absolutely. Well, that's all that I've got tonight, Mary Beth. Okay, well, we will be live back to you next Sunday night for a short show. It'll only be 15 or 20 minutes, so you'll want to join us uh, right on time for our Easter special here at Road School Moms, and we'll be excited to see where you come to us from next week, KT. Until then, safe travels, and God bless. This is Kimberly. And this is Mary Beth, your Road School Moms, on the road where education meets adventure. Until next time, we wish you safe travels and leave you with our traveler's prayer. Lord, be our guide and protector. Let those I encounter be blessed by my words. Let my hands be filled with your work, and may I be filled with your grace and kind words for others. May I be a light unto those around me on the journey ahead. Amen. Amen. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. If you'd like more information, go to roadschoolmoms.com.